Welcome to the Comedy Here Off the Podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show is our guest, Emily Bilton. Those are opera, <laughs> opera twink levels. Oh god! <laughs> Actually, I had to lower my voice all the time. What do you mean? My speaking voice. All my voice. For stand up? No, 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 oh. no. My voice teachers were like, "Your voice is too high. It's straining your voice. <laughs> too so high for opera." I had to start talking like this. Wow. In my singing tone. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh wow. Was. So when you first started singing, was do you go, go right to opera as your first thing, or do you have to learn other styles first? I mean, you have to yeah. learn, like, classical music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was in a choir, and mm. then when I was 10, I got cast in the children's chorus of an opera. Wow. And then, yeah, and Carmen? Yeah, and I walked on stage <laughs> wow. dressed as a small boy, and I was like, oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and then I was just accidentally very good at it. Wow. <laughs> and that's when they're like, lower your voice. <laughs> yeah, hey, 10-year-old, <laughs> quit talking so high. <laughs> Getting kind of squeaky. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. And then you've been like you still do variations of that kind of thing plus stand-up yeah so when I graduated I completely stopped singing Mm -hmm. and by that time I had been doing more stand-up than anything else uh because I had a stinky ex-boyfriend who did stand-up stinky yeah I consider all my (laughs) ex-boyfriends fair enough fair enough that that's like his on-stage character He's just he's yeah. like Red Skelton or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And then that's kind of how you got into doing it. Yeah, I was watching him do open mics, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I could do this better. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started it, and wow. then he broke up with me because you're better. <laughs> kind of. This guy oh, stinks. Wow. Yeah. This guy fucking yeah. stinks. Yeah. Yeah. He was mad that I was nice to people. Oh um, well, no how way. dare you? Stinky yeah. ex-boyfriend. Stinky yeah. ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Lovely ex-girlfriend. Stinky ex-boyfriend. <laughs> that's the name of your album. Or actually, no, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. We try and figure out a name uh-huh. of the episode while the episode's happening. It's very meta. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and how long ago was that that you started doing stand-up? Um, I started, like, open micing probably about six years ago. Okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you from Toronto? I'm from Calgary. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I moved to Montreal to study at McGill. Wow. Yeah, and then I lived there for a year after pretty much just doing stand-up. Yeah. And then, and improv and sketch. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Toronto because I had another stinky ex-boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> I think they're stinkier there. I just think- kidding. I really threw down the gauntlet for yeah. West Coast, East Coast. No, he was exceptionally stinky. Yeah. Like like his personality no, like reeked we were... or just physically oh, he was... God, he was such a good comic and we were dating... I don't want to shit on him. He was such a good comic mm-hmm. and we were dating for three months before I saw his plays because it was long distance Okay, and like meet halfway or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then I went to his place and it was... Uh, yeah. I don't think he'd ever clean his cat litter properly. Oh, no. That is stinky. (laughs) That's a couple times a day situation. Yeah, that's why you need to go to the person's house the first night that you meet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's That's like Chelsea Handler was like, if I'm going to date someone, I'm just going to fuck them right away to see what that's like, to see if I want to continue to find out what their personality is like. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Yeah. So you gotta yeah. get out of the way first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Toronto, and then a week after I moved there, I met Michelle, and then was like, oh, I'm. Oh, I'm gay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was wow. a woman in a suit, and I was like, okay, I figured out my sexuality. Wow. A woman in a suit. What a kind of suit, suit we talking? Like a nice suit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. I only have those for weddings. Oh, it was a, at a wedding. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I knew sure. it. <gasps> yeah. That's, I love that. That's very romantic. And yeah. not really. I mean. I think so. <laughs> So hi, my voice. Yeah. Man, I'm just trying to be like you. Thank you so much. <laughs> your your singing teacher comes and is like, "All right, come on, bring it down a little bit." I don't know you, but shut up. Um, I, I I'm so fascinated with hoarders for some reason. Oh, like yeah. like stinky ex boyfriend. Is it hoarder situation or just lack of uh, hygiene? Uh, this guy's really getting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like a mix of both. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder what his therapist would say. If he had a therapist, which you should get one. Um. I think everyone should. I'm yeah. I'm heavily in therapy right now, and uh, I think everyone could, could benefit from it. Right? Just talking to someone impartial third party. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The first thing he'd start with is his therapist should tell him to clean his litter box. Oh my God. So right before I moved there, I was like, okay, I just need you to clean your litter box, clean your shower. Oh which yeah. Which was a whole other story. Mm-hmm. And get rid of the bags of clothing in your room. Yeah. 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 It's hard to uh, part with that stuff to a certain point. My uh, The guitar player in my band, he has this move that he did on his girlfriend where he's like, make three piles one of stuff you definitely don't want, one of oh. stuff you're not sure you want, and one of stuff you definitely want. And then she did, and then he threw out the other two piles. He was like, see wow. that? You already committed to, mentally, you didn't want that middle pile. Wow. Oh That's so true. What a shyster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've moved cities three times with two suitcases. Really? So I'm very good at just like... That's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. I hate traveling with a lot of stuff. Oh, it's so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I want a big suitcase with like three shirts in it. <laughs> <laughs> I like can't help it. I like pack. Like I'm gonna change my clothes like five times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if I'm ever gonna change that. I think once you travel once with just a backpack, yeah. you'll realize that's the move. Mm-hmm. My band toured China for two weeks once, and I brought one backpack, what? and they stopped me at the airport, and they're like suspicious. They're like, <laughs> that's it. So what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Question me for an hour, hurt my uh, feelings actually. No. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's interesting. Like hoarder culture, it, it really is like a mental illness, and I'm oh, like yeah. so fascinated by it. Like there's that show Hoarders. The I listened to an interview with the guy who started it, and he was talking about the different things that they couldn't actually air that happened on the show. Wow. And, and one of them that was so crazy was it seemed like it was going to be a good episode. Is this older lady, and she had. Uh, a room just full of um, carpets that were rolled up. Oh. And it smelled so bad in there. Oh. And um, they started throwing things out. And then she was like, you can't throw out my carpets. And they were like, well, we kind of need to because you don't need 40 rolled up carpets. You just don't. I mean, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, empty suitcase. Um, that'd be funny if that's where you drew the line. Yeah. You're like, well, I collect rugs. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds. Uh, stop making fun of hoarders. Uh, but they started throwing out the rugs, and then there was one that was particularly heavy, 
and oh, no. they unrolled it, and there was her husband's <gasps> body in it. No, there wasn't. And what? she didn't kill him, but he died, and it was like months before that. And the, she was like, "Well, I'm gonna deal with it." <laughs> what? <laughs> and they were like, "No, you. That's like a as soon as it happens, you deal with it thing." And oh she's like, God. "Ah, wow, yeah, no, wow. How do you like? Isn't that illegal? Yes." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is you that? can't just keep a corpse, Alexi. I mean, yeah. what's telling you not to keep a corpse? <laughs> <laughs> Society, and that's the problem. Oh boy! Wow, that's really interesting. So I work with babies, and okay. um, nice segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this going? So, <laughs> so they, I got this rug so they factory. Have, like their comfort <laughs> things, and I've been learning a lot. Like especially in two to three years old, mm-hmm. I guess they're toddlers. Um, uh, <laughs> babies. I thought. Is that a different term? Toddlers, Toddlers? from babies? It's like I an evolutionary. So. Yeah. I think once they like kind of talk sentences. Okay. So like two-year-old baby girls and like five-year-old boys. That's right. That's kind of, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Not baby even boys are really that. stupid. No. Uh, yeah, sorry it's to so use hard that term, but being it's... this stupid. Oh, God. It, but it's like noticeable. <laughs> in, in toddlers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, baby girls are so much smarter. (laughs) Like, so much. They'll be, like, hanging out, making soup in their pretend kitchen. And then baby boys will come and be like, and just, like, smack everything over. Except for that one little baby boy who's like, do you want tea? And you're like, you're going to have some problems in life. (laughs) Not problems. You're just going to discover things about yourself. (laughs) It's not a problem to be gay. And that was a young Steve Letts that was uh, you were taking care of. Yeah, yeah. But they have these, but toddlers have like comfort things, mm-hmm. and like the psychology behind it is wild. Yeah, because you can't just replace it. It's like mm-hmm. like if you take it away, sometimes they get like full panic, panic yeah. attacks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wow. wild. Like what kind of security things items? Do the, is it blankets usually, or is it stuffed animals? <laughs> The baby that Carpets. I look after right now, she has this uh, baby. Um, yeah. Its name is Baby. And <laughs> it's like, it's a plastic head, plastic arms, plastic legs. And then the body is fabric. But she she carries it by the neck in her arm. <laughs> and I it's so you... stretched out that it just oh. is like this limp. Scary, very, very dirty baby. That person's going to be a hoarder. I thought you meant the human child's name was Baby for a second. I mean, I call all babies Baby. It's like their parents were just really into the movie Baby Driver. They're like, oh, I'm going to live this the rest of my life. My brother had a a little baby doll as well when he was a kid, and he named it Baby. Okay. But it was a rubber doll that was filled with water. And my dog, at some point, oh, got a hold no. of it and punctured it, and the water leaked out, and it just flattened. <laughs> it was just a flat baby. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> he loved it even more. <laughs> I just remember it was just, like, so flat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, is that cried. traumatizing? <laughs> I can't right? right? This thing I once loved is now deflated and uh, grotesque flat. looking. Just flat baby. So I'm assuming that you hang out with babies as some kind of job. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good. It's my social circle. We met Uh, on Facebook. Honestly, pays really well. 
It's really yeah. chill. I'm mostly just like as it should, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, in Toronto, it plays, pays terribly. They don't it's so respect awful. children there, right? Yeah, yeah. I can see why you moved here. What um, what is your what all do you have to do with babies, and how long are your shifts? Really on this baby thing. Uh, I'm really into this. I mean, so when I graduated, I was working like full time for a family, like forty to sixty hours. Holy! I raised their baby. Whoa! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that was too much and wild. Um, but I was in Montreal. My rent was two twenty five a month, and yep. I paid off my student loan in a year. So Fuck that was yeah. Cute. Um, and then since two twenty five a month. That's yeah, it was insane. wild. I mean, I didn't have heat in the winter in Montreal. <laughs> Stop bragging. <laughs> Uh, and nothing really worked. Okay. But, I mean, I was, like, working 10 hours a day and mm-hmm. then going and doing shows. I was sick all year. Oh, God. But 30, flirty, thriving. Um, wow. And 22. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild, it was a wild year. Oh, man. Yeah. So now I just work, like, honestly, I just, like, babysit on off seasons for mm-hmm. performing, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I just do, like... Three to six hours here and there. And then I also teach music and stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you teach vocal? Mm-hmm. Amazing. And piano. I love teaching piano. Oh. Yeah. I teach piano to five-year-olds. I'm not very good at piano, but I'm like way but you're better, better than, than five-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like and talking shit to them. Like, so pff, cool. Yeah. Can't even play that. Come on. And I love teaching piano. Yeah. Way more than I thought. Hmm. Teaching voice is so hard. Yeah. Because you can't be like, hey, you're... Your vocal cord's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Change that. <laughs> Change that. Exactly. Why is it like that, baby? <laughs> yeah. Man, baby's next boyfriends are getting it. <laughs> you know what? Neither can stick up for themselves. <laughs> um, that's really cool. Um, so where does... You're so busy. Where does stand-up fit into all this? Uh, I do stand-up. I try and do it like five to ten times a week. Busy. Yeah, just whenever I can. Yeah. yeah. Just whenever you can. That's a commitment. <laughs> I mean, it's great. You Five to ten times a week's it. good, especially in this city. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's probably here closer to like five. Yeah. It's hard to get out that much yeah. here. We're in Toronto. I mean, I was like easily doing. Yeah, there's lots of like shows. 15 shows a week. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. East Coast is like that for some reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. Like New York is known for that too, whereas LA is like hard to go up every day yeah, if you want to totally yeah. yeah but just the work is different like i spend way more time writing and preparing and yeah yeah i'm able to get more time in and stuff yeah very sweet and then yeah in the summers i tour pride festivals oh awesome yeah. doing which of your several performances um <laughs> last year was Babies. a mix of stand-up and drag but this year i'm really trying to like uh combine the two mm-hmm. yeah and i started to do it pretty successfully um i've turned my stand-up jokes into drag performances oh, that's so cool yeah with like backing tracks sound effects voiceovers full like orchestration for the opera bits that yeah. sort of thing yeah so then there's still like the timing for comedic pauses and stuff yeah. but it's more of a, a performance and so it can be done on pride stages that's amazing that's mm-hmm. so cool. it's really cool yeah i've just started to do that uh yeah. Do you find that um, it because you do music and comedy, mm-hmm. like I do music and then I produce comedy, and sometimes I don't feel 
Like I'm, I'm in a bit of a music lull right now where I'm not super passionate about writing right now. Yeah. So I can focus my attention on the comedy stuff I'm doing, which mm-hmm. I am feeling passionate about. Yeah. You can go back and forth. Do you find that? Um, honestly, I don't know if I ever liked music that much. Oh, really? Yeah, You're it just wasn't good at it. until, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I was just good at it and I hated school. And honestly, it was music theory that got me super into music. Really? That yeah. aspect? I was just, I was in French immersion as a kid and so I was never good at French or English. Yeah. And I was just like a really confused kid all the time. And yeah. then I found music theory and I was like, oh, I understand this language and yeah. I know what it means and. And um, and then I love performing. Yeah. And so opera just felt like the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, not that I ever th- really thought I was going to be a traditional opera singer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because when I went to McGill, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll act and I'll do stage stuff and all those things. And then my voice teacher was basically like, if you do any acting, I'm going to kick you out of this program. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so that's another reason that I found comedy because mm. I was like, I can do improv and sketch and not tell her about it because it's oh. not the same like tech runs and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can just do it when I want to do it. Yeah. And because in my mind, I was like, I know like half a dozen people who are making a living doing this nowadays. And yeah. even then, it's so hard. And yeah. by the time they're in their mid 30s, they're teachers. And like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's an impossible career if you just do one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of friends who are doing it, and I totally applaud them. Yeah, They're for sure. They're working so hard, but uh, it was just, like, so never what I was going to do. And so finding stand-up was amazing. Then finding drag was, like, oh yeah, out of this world. Is that your favorite um, of all the performing? I can just do, do everything in drag. Yeah. Yeah, because I was having such a hard time in stand-up, because I was like, I don't know really how to add my music, but I know that it's the thing that's going to make me stand out. Yeah. And, um, but yeah. You, and then you when did, because you, you sing opera in your set now. I do sing opera in my yeah. set. Yeah. 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 And it took a while to find how to incorporate it. Yeah. But drag is just such more of, like, an open platform. Yeah. Yeah. I can just take everything I do, which is, like, clown and improv and sketch. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And yeah. That's so great. Yeah. It's been, it's been really fun. What is your... One, one segment we do on this show is we talk about your worst day job stories <laughs> there must be some crazy things that happen babysitting um i mean besides like the kids that have fallen down full sight flights of stairs right? uh, oh, i'd probably <laughs> <laughs> hire emily for uh give her information at the end of the show uh, it just happened twice. In That's it. Like, I've been nannying for like eight years. It was it's the same day, but whatever. Exactly. Same kid. <laughs> um, I I worked for this family in Montreal, and I was like very part time for them, and they had like. 10 loads of laundry a week that I had to do. Ooh. I had to do all of their oh sheets, God. all of their clothes. I had to, they like, it was so wild. They were like, they were like basically like grown ups pretending to be grown ups. So they had a <gasps> nanny, a housekeeper. They like, got their stuff dry like it was just they like didn't do anything so like when I'd come in the afternoon the Uh milk would be out on the counter their (laughs) underwear would be just like left wherever they took it off if I came back after the weekend there would be three pairs of underwear on the ground like they didn't they just like didn't do anything yeah oh my god 
And uh, and they had a child. They had two children, Woo! both of whom were messed up. <laughs> I felt so bad for Go Clinty. on. Oh, just a poor little anxious, uh, oh. sweet, sweet children. But I had to quit that. It yeah. was it was so much. Yeah, the mom ones uh, just like <coughs> tore open her exercise bike and texted me on Monday and was like, hey, can you clean up the little mess in the basement? And I went and it was <laughs> literally the entire basement no. scattered with stuff. And on Mondays I had to wash all of the sheets and to start all the laundry. And I also had to do the loads that were like two hours long in the wash. Oh, and, oh, and I also had to iron all of the children's clothing and their pajamas and their pillowcase. It was just like ironing. That's and a bit I was excessive. working for them like yeah. less than twenty hours a week for like thirteen dollars an hour. Fuck and they were like, "We pay you too much for you to." Are you up. kidding me? They were so intense. Oh. But then she kept being like, "Oh no, but the children are your priority." Oh. And I'm like, "I." When what? do I get to the children with all your stinky ass sheets? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I feel like that's probably. My worst. Oh, I also picked rocks out of a bull arena for a summer. Say what? <laughs> bull arena? Yeah, it was at Ranchman's in Calgary. Okay. It was actually a super fun job. It's the most uh, Calgary job I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, for Stampede, they set up this bull arena in their parking lot. Yeah. Uh, and I was like a young teenager. Yeah. And I had to bag ice. And so, like, in these giant things of ice, yeah, and, like, trolley them around the bar. Wow. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I had to just, like, spend hours and hours taking rocks that were big enough that if someone hit their head on them, they'd die. Oh, (laughs) Oh now I get the job. Yeah, yeah, and then throw them to the other side of the bull arena. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, we just spent hours and hours and hours out there, um... I mean, and it kind it of sounds satisfying. So, like, honestly, yeah. it was so oh, yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Was it just you in one arena by yourself doing it? <laughs> um, some sometimes there's another person. Yeah, yeah. They hired like eight teenagers and then fired six of them. Nice. Oh, just weeded yeah. them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I like um, one of my first jobs as a teenager was I worked at Playland, and mm. wow. It was like that too. They'd hire like sixty stupid teenagers, yeah. and then by the end there'd be like six. And it was it was incredibly irresponsible because it was so busy all the time that n- there was no authority figures oh, watching no. anything. So you know what I mean? Like it was it was a lot of injuries. Yeah. It was a lot of kid injuries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and also parents bring their kids there so they can like burn off steam, but they're not really a no. lot of like you know paying attention most of the time and so you know it's kind of like it's it's kind of like and baby that's a babysitter job for sure is to oh we don't want to bring our kids to that crazy place we'll pay you 13 dollars to go do it (laughs) good luck with that what was your worst job my worst job um i used to cook and i had this like French chef that I worked under and he used to just scream at me so Ugh. I remember oh, that it was traumatizing yeah and I remember like going out we had like a fridge outside yeah and I remember going there so much to cry oh <laughs> <Aww>. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like right away like first thing that comes to my mind yeah it was upsetting yeah no kidding 
That's awful. That sounds terrible. Yeah, country club is my first job. Wow. Do you think that it was it was like a, a chef above you that was doing that? Yeah, he wasn't happy that I was there because I didn't have any like background in cooking. They just kind of brought me in and I started cooking. And then I got all these opportunities <coughs> and he hated it. He was a sous chef. And oh, I no. got brought in by the chef. And wow. We were, like... I was, I was, he was like my mentor. I, yeah. Like, he taught me for like five years. He's wow. awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it was great. Um, but the guy that yelled at you taught you for five years? No, or the sous chef. Oh, I see, I see. The sous chef hated that I was there because he like paid his dues. He like came from France. He was like, um, you know, and. That, just, yeah. that world is so traditional in old school in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he was trying to like, uh, like that movie Whiplash where it's like abuse it's oh. it's like teaching via abuse that yeah. was like my voice teacher yeah <laughs> yeah seriously yeah I like maybe a mix because like I think he started to it started to become that but at the very beginning he just like straight up didn't believe that women should be oh, God. in the kitchen oh. which, <laughs> I mean it's like guys make up your mind yeah I mean the stereotype <laughs> would say <laughs> sexist men will you please decide yeah yeah do you want us in the kitchen or not yeah um, they do, not but just not that level, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Pick your lane of sexism. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> These confused get sexists. Get in the right lane of sexism. Figure it out. Because Gordon Ramsay is like, he teaches by screaming at people. That was like the chef that I worked for. He was yeah. kind of like a Gordon Ramsay where it was like, he, was, he would get mad, but because he cared and because he could like tell if you were... You know, yeah. bullshitting your way through, you'd be like, you know, stop, stop it. But yeah. the other guy was just, he had sort mm. of, I don't know. He's a mm-hmm. jerk. He was a jerk. Fuck but that guy, he, I'm never eating his food. But then he ended up being like kind of cool and he like taught me some stuff, so. It's like you had to earn the respect, I guess. Yeah, hmm. definitely. That world seems stressful it to me. Is. Seems uncomfortable, seems painful, seems like you burn yourself and cut yourself a lot. Oh, yeah, it's a lot like babysitting. <laughs> exactly. The scars you must have. <laughs> Children oh, biting yes. you, <laughs> all that laundry. I had this one kid who used to hit me all the time. Yeah. Oh. And I'd be like, you can't hit me. And she goes, I was giving you a high five. Your In- hand just wasn't there. This <laughs> <laughs> is a high five to your face. I was like, that's not, you know what? Yeah. I can't fight that laundry. That's true. Great point. That kid was 22. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know some 22-year-olds that could use babysitters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. (laughs) Some of them are comedians. Sometimes, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Have you ever had an experience with a ghost? Um, Me, myself? Yeah. No, okay. but my family's pretty spooky. Yeah, are they ghosts? <laughs> uh, no, but um, there's a lot of ghost stuff. So my cousins run a museum called the Museum of Fear and Wonder. What? Yeah, in it's Calgary. So cool. Um, it's a it's a, in Three Hills. Like, uh, so my aunt and uncle built this like amazing like roundhouse um that's like solar panel it's insulated with hay it's mm-hmm. like there's a, a wood stove right in the middle yeah it's really cool it's right on the red deer river um and 
And then just on the property was this like weird other house where like nothing really makes sense in it. Okay. Uh, and so my cousin Jude and Brendan, basically they uh, one was an artist, one is a a person um, who does things. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't remember what Brendan does. Very descriptive. Uh, but he's very <laughs> smart. I'm looking and has a lot smart. of education. Okay. But uh oh I think like um something in the field of like restoring things. Oh. You know what? I have no idea. Uh Brendan's gonna hate me right now. Ah, uh, Brendan. Um so it's really cool. Basically they've traveled Pretty, uh, mostly Canada and the States, some overseas stuff, and have gone to, like, estate sales, garage sales, um, like, when people are selling stuff in museums, and have collected this entire museum full of things that invoke fear and wonder. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of wax heads. Yeah. Um, wax. Also, like, oh, crucif- yeah. like old full-body wax crucifix. Hey. Hi, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> Wax it, wax heads sound like someone, a group of people that are like really into wax figurines. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit of a wax head, you know. <laughs> Madame Tussauds. Uh, sorry, go on. Oh, and there's like these very creepy dolls. There's like this yeah. stuffed armadillo in a baby girl dress and a backpack. <laughs> like why? It's just oh, there's also like hair wreaths, which were a thing. Ooh. There was like oh. the first ever celebrity wax figure, mm-hmm. which was in like the storefront. Whoa. So then they they have this like famous doll yeah. in their um in their museum and they put on a uh, motion detector in the museum. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this is getting terrifying. And every so basically as soon as they set it up, mm-hmm. every night between the hours of three AM or I guess every morning, three AM and six AM, uh-huh. it would go off every five minutes. The motion like, detector? On, yeah, like every night right starting at three o'clock. So oh. it wasn't like an animal like it was calculated every night at this time and they'd go in there'd be nothing there no go back out they'd go in there'd be nothing there and then eventually they were like you know what they can do what they want at night <laughs> alexi pulled a picture up of it and i'm never I, sleeping again it's so I don't cool know if it's the one doll that you're talking about they're all but scary a creepy little like can i dolls yeah. are scary no Oh my god! No, but that's a cool one. Uh, but yeah, they take basically their reservations are like yeah. they fill up every summer. People really, come from all over the world Ooh. to see these things and wow. Yeah, it's like I think the museums by donation and yeah. it's it's so cool. Wow, and the land is beautiful there. And oh, yeah, wow. highly recommend going to the museum. Of yeah, <laughs> wow, that stuff yeah. freaks me out. Kind I of. slept. Um, Right outside the door to the museum, like in the kitchen at yeah. New Year's. I didn't really sleep. Also, if I had to go pee, I had to go downstairs uh. where they have all their like spare stuff. Spare dolls? Oh. These are our spare haunted dolls. Oh my God. And I had to sleep upstairs by myself. Yeah. It was, um, it was not cute. Mm. <laughs> that is wild yeah yeah but something's nice about being surrounded by like in like haunted spaces yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think there's like a like i find it easier to sleep there than like in a brand new apartment building mm. like i slept at my cousin's once who's like yeah um in like the concrete jungle right yeah. beside or like the park building um yeah. 
And I hate it. Like, when there's no energy and no spirits, you're like, ugh, this is gross. Whereas if there's so many ghosts, you're almost like, (laughs) just hug me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You ever been spooned by a ghost? (laughs) Recommend it. Yeah, yeah. And when my grandma was passing away, my mom and my aunt slept in her hospital bed for five weeks, or her hospital room for five weeks. And, yeah, every night... My mom and my aunt were just like, they, our relatives were just like swarming the room. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. My grandma would have these like wild moments of like lucidness when she was passing away. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, she would just like see her siblings and just talk to them who have been passed away. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, that was really cool and really nice. Wow. That's unreal. I, um, it's everybody's experiences with that kind of stuff is so different. Mm-hmm. It, I, that's why I like asking it on the shows because the some people are like, no, <laughs> like you idiot frat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I've never had an experience with it, but I'm like so fascinated. Totally. With it, you know? That that's interesting that you feel less comfortable in like a new space than like an old space. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I do live in a new apartment building now. Do you? You don't like it? (laughs) No, I love it. It's so nice. (laughs) Coming from my garbage apartment in Montreal, um, I'm like, oh, my taps work all the time. Okay. (laughs) That's interesting. Wow. (laughs) Not what I'm used to. Yeah. But yeah, my girlfriend had this apartment, and so I just Just moved in. Moved on. Yeah. (laughs) That's nice. Well, you hauled it pretty hard. Yeah. 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 I, w- I want to know the history of my place because it's it it looks very 80s. Mm. Um, Do you live in like a Vancouver special? What is that? It's like the two-tiered house. Oh no, it's 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 a three-floor place but it's it's like old enough where there's just a a strange crack all all along my mm. my roof, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny because I live across the hall from my landlord. And I was like, mm, this isn't going to be good. Because I work on music and stuff there. But she's so much louder than me. Oh, seriously? Way louder. And then she's like, no dogs in this apartment. I can hear fucking dogs running what? around in there all the time. And then, but she's also such a badass. Like, there was there was a wasp's nest on my uh, balcony. And I wasn't sure what to do. And she's like, fine. And then I just <laughs> saw this ladder hit my balcony. And then she climbed up there, no gloves, nothing, and she just jammed this like caulking gun looking thing into the nest and just filled it up and sealed it. And then I was like, what is she doing? And then I saw the ladder leave, and then I just saw this broomstick come up and just whack the nest off. It's like, whoa! Whoa. That was aggressive. She's like 60 years old. She's like four foot 11 or something. Oh my God. Yeah. And then one time I was walking out back in my apartment and there's there's a puddle in the parking lot and she was sopping it up with a towel. I was like, you don't have to do that. That's really cute. (laughs) She's like, they got to pave this shit. That's what she said to me. That's pretty badass. Oh my god! She I want badass. her to tell me to clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be a great babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, All right, Emily. What else you got coming up? 
I'm currently in Vancouver's Next Drake Superstar. Amazing. Ooh. Yeah, I made it to the second round. Wow. Which is, which is exciting. Yeah. Very pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. It's a full-time job. How yeah. come? Just uh, just being prepared for it or the shows yeah, themselves? Yeah, it's so much work. Hmm. Yeah, like so much work. Yeah. Like our first week, we had to prepare a full runway look, a... And we had were put into groups, and we had to choreograph and perform a group number, and then do a solo with multiple reveals, and Whoa. then prepare a lip sync, and then we had to have an outfit for like mingling, and we had to have an outfit for our lip sync. Whoa. Mingling. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good response. <laughs> They'd be like, "Hey, my name's Chaney Titanium. Do you see my name on the ballot? Yeah, no pressure. But oh, thanks. like that. I get it. Just that. securing votes. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but yeah. it's mostly it's mostly judged by the judges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a good competition. It's normally been very queen heavy, mm-hmm. and queens have normally succeeded a lot, okay. but. Man, the first week, Kings and Things turned it out. Really? <laughs> it was really exciting. Whoa. What's, yeah. what's, what's the difference between Queens and Kings? So, uh, Queens basically are, uh, I mean, yeah. like drag women. Yeah. <laughs> Kings are drag men. Gotcha. And then Things are sort of like non-binary gotcha. drag performers. Yeah. Okay. But like... I didn't want to say it's like men dressing up as women because there's also women who do drag as a drag queen. There's Mm -hmm. also men who do it as a drag king. And then there's like everything in between. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool. Sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun and so much work. (laughs) I believe it. The outfits alone. Yeah. I probably put in like 50 hours the first week we're probably Holy. looking at another wow. oh my goodness yeah, yeah i mean you're looking at backup dancers costumes uh professional photo shoots oh, yeah. editing yeah making your mixes it's uh it's a lot but it's pushed me in ways that i never honestly i never thought i'd ever work this hard in my life wow my yeah. little sister's like you graduated from mcgill i was like i did not <laughs> work this, way this hard this is way harder well, maybe yeah. the children you babysit can help somehow. Oh my god! Just put them to work. That's what I say. Right? <laughs> treat them like that chef treated Alexi. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes play my songs that I have to learn at work. Yeah. Um, but the little girl knows how to use uh, Google. Yeah. So oh. she'll go. I'll play like it's raining men or whatever that I have yep. to learn for that week. And she goes, okay, Google play banana phone. <laughs> I'll play the next song. She goes, okay, Google play banana phone. That's great. <laughs> she also thinks I'm Google as well. So yeah. she'll sometimes be like, okay, Emmy, sing banana phone. <laughs> okay, Emmy, sing another song. <laughs> wow. Just, just very demanding child. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. That's it. That's it. That's like, oh my god. Forty minutes. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Did we get everything we needed? I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think so. That doll story scared me. So yeah. should we sing a little duet before we go? Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know any songs. It sucks because it's like I only know my own songs. You know really? I mean? Yeah. Like I, people always be like. Just because I'm a musician, they'll be like, well, play a cover. I don't know any covers. I only know my own songs I've written. <laughs> so if you want to do that on a fake shark song. <laughs> do you want to sing something? No. Okay. But thank you. Okay. 
Yeah. We should duet something at some point, Wait, though. Wait, sing one of your songs. Let's give this a try. Sing one of your songs. Okay. <clears throat> There's not much of a future in getting old. When you hide the highs, just live the lows. At least that's what they say, at least what I'm told. I'm going to take your black heart and paint it gold. <laughs> I thought we could mix them. Yeah, we just merge. I love that. I sang an old song. That was, that was all that came to my mind. You're a very good singer. You're a very good singer. Thank you. I paid so much money for it. <laughs> you should sing on something. What a do you recording mean? So- song oh my that God, I, I produce. I would love to. Okay. That sounds great. I that would little... actually be amazing. Yeah. If we found the right... Yeah, let's the talk jo- about it. It can merge really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying yeah, to think of what it would be. I've done some like horror rock yeah. backup singing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it can pretty much work for anything. Uh, the new Fake Shark, which is my band album, Shirley Gnome sang backup vocals oh on it. Oh my God, yeah. that's so fun. Yeah. I can also Ooh. belt like a motherfucker. I believe it. Ooh. Thank you so much. <laughs> I believe it. When you sing opera, it looks so effortless. The times I've seen you do it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to end it. Thank you, Emily. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Comedy Here Off the Podcast. Thank you to Emily Bilton for coming on. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. And we'll check in with you next week. Bye.